G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Alan Lee is our Kiwi correspondent and he's joining me for the final time this year. Welcome back. Thank you very much indeed. Nice to be here. Now, New Zealand, we know as the home of movie productions like The Hobbit, and it's a big money spinner for you guys, and the government is hoping to secure some major Hollywood productions by giving them a rebate on what they spend. So does that mean that every dollar they put back into your economy and hotels and food and things like that, they'll get compensated for, in a sense? Hey, yeah, it works a little bit like that. I mean, the, the thinking behind it is, is quite sensible. Um, when they made the first Avatar here and the and the Lord of the Rings series and the Narnia films, um, we were actually very cheap by comparison with everyone else because they had um, they had high quality staff. You know, the, the, the movie personnel here are Hollywood standards, but we were cheaper than Hollywood. Our, our rates of pay are lower, and also there were tax advantages. Um, not huge ones, but little ones that, that made it worth coming here. So you could actually do a production for a lot less. And so uh, we still do make a, a, a lot of, of television. Television, interestingly, that's, that's not seen here in New Zealand. It's uh, programs that are made for the American or Japanese or European markets, um, which we often um, just don't, don't come down to New Zealand. So we have... Um, so we, ha- we have a lot of skilled staff, but what's happened is that other countries have realised that this is a potentially very lucrative market. And so we've seen huge tax tax cuts put in for movie makers by the British government. I think the Spanish government has done it. Um, Australia is offering very advantageous uh, tax rates as well to, to movie companies because it's it's a lot of money that can come into economy from things like that. And so what uh, what the New Zealand government has decided to do uh, is say, OK, well, we will compensate you up to 25% of the amount that you spend. So basically it's a, it's a tax rebate. So if, for instance, the Avatar movies are going to spend half a billion dollars in New Zealand um, and they will get probably $125 million, um, 125 to to 200 million back in in tax credits, um, but that still means that there's the best part of 800,000 million, 800 whatever it is million dollars coming back into coming back into New Zealand. So it's worth doing. And of course, the other good thing is that having movies like Avatar being made here and and the Hobbit series, it means that our skills are completely up to date, and that our, our movie crews um, have a, a world reputation, which is great. And as you say, if other countries are offering it and New Zealand isn't, then obviously people will uh, go offshore yeah. and, and get that competitive deal. Well, we saw this happen in England in the Star Wars series. The first three Star Wars movies had a particular look to them because they were made at Pinewood Studios and, and they had a very um, British cinematograph- cinematographic look to them. The, the second series of Star Wars, the prequel series, 
Britain was offering no tax advantages, so they came down and made it, made it in Australia. And it had a, a, a very different look. Um, I mean, there are aficionados who like one series, others like the other. But it's interesting that now for the third series of Star Wars, Britain is now offering those tax advantages again. And uh, the, the Star Wars filmmakers are going back to um, Pinewood to, to make the films there. So it, it's a pretty cutthroat business one way or another. That's right, and you've got to do what you've got to do to get by in that yeah. sense, don't you, and, and make sure that the, yeah. the money is coming into your government and your uh, employment industry. Yeah, half a billion dollars is not to be sneezed at. Now, Auckland's Lord Mayor Len Brown, he's uh, got himself in a bit of hot water and there's going to be some ramifications for some of the things that he's been doing lately. Yes, this is our, our Mayor Len Brown, who was recently re-elected, um, the day after he was re-elected, a, a fairly controversial right-wing blogger um, put up that he was having an affair with a council worker. Now, Len has been married for all decades, so he's a, um, this was an extramarital affair. And of course, there was there were questions asked about whether that whether he should be allowed to continue as mayor. You know, whether people would have voted for him had they known that this was the case. Now, there's been all sorts of all sorts of dodgy things going on. It turns out that the person who um, who released it on their blog is the son of the person who was running the campaign for one of the people who was running against Len Brown. So it's very murky, and we, I doubt if we'll ever get to the bottom of what went on. But they, the council talked about it, and I think the general opinion was that whilst he was wrong to be involved in an extramarital affair, um, they were saying, well... You know, if you're going to cut out every politician who's ever had an extramarital affair, you're probably going to find there are only two people left in Wellington running the country. So, um, as one uh, as one politician said, uh, we were voting for him as mayor of the city, not for Pope. Interestingly, he is going to be censured, but this is on the financial ramification. So they've, they've had a $100,000 investigation into what went on, run by Ernst & Young, and they have found that um, that Mr. Brown was receiving a little freebies. You know, it was an upgrade to a hotel room here, um, a meal there, as part of his carrying on this affair. And they are saying, well, that was part of his council, the connections. So while everything else that was going on, they say, had nothing to do with council, this did. He wouldn't have got those upgrades had he not been there. So he's going to be formally censured by the council on Thursday. And, of course, now the question is being asked, well, with those financial ramifications, whether he is the right man to run our big city. A $100,000 inquiry into how much he's gained, though. Who's funding that? Well, we are. In fact, I was on. The, I was reading the news on our breakfast show uh, this morning, and one of the presenters said to me, I'm going to give up radio. I'm going to go and be a consultant. So I can do reports like that, because I reckon $100,000 for about a week's work sounds a pretty good rate of pay to me. Yeah, see, it's such a horrible story, though, isn't it? Because the bottom line is these sort of things happen every day to ordinary members of the public, but because this fellow is in public office and therefore in the public eye, everything that he does is scrutinised, so now his whole family has been dragged through the mud because his extramarital affairs have been uncovered, secondary yeah. only and, and, to the financial and undoings. And that, yeah, and that's what's really, really upsetting, is that his, his wife, who's a, a very prominent lawyer in her own right... Um, 
you know, she, she has been very gracious and quiet throughout. But this must be very hurtful to her and to the, their two girls. Um, and I can imagine that there's some fairly stony silence at the breakfast table mm. in the Brown household. But even so, you know, it's, I guess... I mean, I've heard other people say, well, look, if you can't stand the heat, keep out, keep out of the kitchen. That's what happens when you're in public life. If you do something wrong, A, you can probably expect to be found out, and B, when you do get found out, it will be a huge disaster for your family. Mm, very sad. And, yeah. All right, let's talk about the weather. I know that I read this morning there's been another earthquake in New Zealand. Oh, earthquake, earthquake. <laughs> it was it was quite a sizable one, actually. It was uh, the latest report, 6.2. When the report first came through, uh, first thing this morning, it was only 5.7, but it's been subsequently upgraded. It happened near a place called Tuatapari in uh, Southland, in the South Island. It's a long way from anywhere, and there aren't many people there. However, it was a hefty enough earthquake that it was felt as far north as Wellington. Uh, it would have just felt like a rumble there, but because it was middle of the night and quiet, uh, probably more people were, were aware of it. Uh, it's liable to trigger some more aftershocks in the area as well, because that's what big earthquakes do. It's the Australasian plate um, subducting under the Pacific plate, apparently. And so we will get a few more, few more rumbles as a result of it. Um, but uh, we've had no reports of, of any, any damage anyway. Well, we're a week out from Christmas, so this time next week will be Christmas Eve. That makes this little conversation the last one for the year, Alan. So have a Merry Christmas and we'll talk in the new year. Okay, I'll look forward to that and a very happy Christmas to you and your family and to everyone at Vision and to everyone who's listening right across Australia. A very happy Christmas um, from all of us here at, uh, at New Zealand Dreamer. Um, and it's a happy Kirimate, as they say in Māori, so very happy Christmas and God's blessing on you for next year. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.